train. It's a sword of power, sword of power, dragon and earth, soaring through the sky. Spread your wings. Frieza was being really nasty to Goku. I mean, no good shooting beams at him. And is he gonna tell him off or what? Find out this episode of Ballin' Out Super. Damn. Nice. A little uh, something in your throat or something. Uh, well, I he ate was... a chicken sandwich, and now I'm eating lentils. <laughs> I was about to say, as per usual, Alex is eating on the mic again. Yeah. What kind of chicken? I gotta eat. What'd you have? So, plan to eat. Would you ask Goku to not we eat? Record. It's a big part it's of his character. We because he needs his strength, and I need my strength to podcast. time. Every <laughs> it's week. It's dinner time every week. So, Push it up. <laughs> Directly at dinner time. <laughs> I need my strength to follow through for the bonus. So I have an early dinner like your parents yeah, do. Just you you're telling me you can't eat at five thirty instead of six on the dot. You can't like, just cram something understand. down your pipe just once. I started <laughs> eating at five thirty, but the, the festival continued until now. Oh. You can't it takes you a half an hour to eat a meal? I'm getting my lentils out again. There's more, Katie. You see them? What did you do with the lentils? What what do you got in there? Is it just soup? (laughs) What are you eating? No, well, they're lentils. They were made a little saucy Indian style. All right, well, while you take a bite, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ballin' Out. Super! Super. Alex, I have a thing where (laughs) hearing people eat, like, really pissed like it, it's like a mental thing what? like it, it, no like I'm your I host need, Jeremy Hammond I need you to pull away from the mic when you do that or else we're just simply not going to be able to record I'm your host Jeremy Hammond with me as always are my co-hosts Katie Rose Leon don't laugh at me I'm trying to make this uh amenable experience for us all and if you're chewing in the mic I'm gonna have to like leave the room <laughs> like... and Alex Patak hey it's great to be here Jeremy <laughs> <laughs> I, it's not an unreasonable thing a lot of people feel that way no I completely agree with you it sounds fucking terrible <laughs> thank right, you yeah, yeah. I agree no one agrees more than me about that but yeah I don't know I kind of slept weird last night did anybody else sleep weird yeah <laughs> I had like a weird I was having I've been having like weird ass stress dreams lately about like d- doing photoshop it's really weird right that's probably Frieza yeah <laughs> I mean, ever since Final Form Frieza the, showed up, the last time I had a full desktop computer, uh, it exploded while using Photoshop. And Whoa. when I say exploded, I mean there was a beach ball, and then smoke came out of my computer. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! And I had been photoshopping for hours, so Whoa. that's a very real anxiety to have. But what this is the f- Katie's computer disasters? Step into the digital wrecking zone where Katie's trying out all the hardware is and th- pushing it to the edge. Is this like um 
Mythbusters, but just me like spilling orange juice on somebody's <laughs> computer. This week, we wanted to see if I could set myself back after working on this Photoshop for three hours. Well, it's just yeah, it's oh, a whole. I could. It's a I whole it. Mythbusters show where the premise is each week we investigate like two to three different things that Katie can spill on. <laughs> yeah, and like what happens? What happens when Katie Rose Leon spills spaghettios on a telephone? It turns out it's sticky. <laughs> it's sticky. It mostly doesn't go in the holes, though, and, then, and that's okay. And then there's like a big text graphic that slams on the screen and says, Sticky! Sticky! Um, Jeremy, what does Photoshop represent to you? Oh, it's just like, my stress dreams aren't like, um, they're not like fear-based necessarily. It's like, I, I've been having these dreams about using the pen tool where you just like do the dots and the lines and you like pull the little lines to make the curves oh, go where you yeah. want them to do. And it's just like these really intricate little tool. things that I just sit and, and do in my dream and then oh. I wake up and I'm like grinding my teeth and I just haven't slept apparently. That's you know what I mean? Like, you like oh. wake up and you just clearly haven't slept and you're I still tired. Re- you, you should get a mouth guard. I mm. have had so many of them and I keep losing them. I, um, what do you mean losing them? You can lose know. them pretty you easily. Lose them, yeah. You've <laughs> been you swallowing a- them? No, you like travel somewhere, you like spit them out in the middle of the night and they go into your bed and you don't find them for years. Yeah. Ew. You put them in the weird bedside table drunk jar and they get covered by like old double A batteries and condom wrappers and you're like, find it when you move. And And they're so fucking expensive. I'm not doing it again. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, there's a condom wrapper in my (laughs) mouth guard again. Oh, no. And the condom's in it. Oh, depending on how many days old it is, if it's been a couple of days, I'm definitely not using it. Yeah, I hate when my condoms go in my mouth guard. (laughs) Alex, are you mad at me because I told you not to chew in the mic so I can record the podcast? Look, we're all feeling off because we all slept weird. (laughs) There's something going on in the stars. There's something in the stars. Sometimes I feel like when I have a weird day, everyone's having a weird day and it's actually like the moon. And then mm. moon is behind it. I mean, or like that a is, dark star. That's like what astrology is, essentially. <laughs> like, yeah. I, it's a theory I'm working on, I think. <laughs> I think I invented it, actually. It's not just that I'm in a bad mood. It's actually everyone is. I've had this theory I've been working out for a little while now about how people born in February are weird like water. Yeah, they're weird. They're weird like and water. People born and people in and March I, are weird like twins. <laughs> <laughs> You got it. You got it the wrong way, but yeah. <laughs> I keep dating Pisces, and I want to. I don't know why. Which one's Pisces? Are the fish? Yeah. Yeah. Yikes! I, Clammy to the touch. You are joking, but usually they are wieners that are annoying. So mm, yeah. oh, come on, everybody! Come on, still <laughs> got the whole crew together so we can play Jackbox. I'm just a fish. I just got the school. I got the school together. <laughs> and we're gonna play cards against humanity. I have cards against humanity as a fallback if Jackbox doesn't work. Oh, the PlayStation's not working have, again. It's giving me like post-traumatic stress. Like, have you guys been following me? If you don't want to play, I can just read the cards to you. You know, it's only the game's only fun if everybody pays attention when you read the cards. You know, Katie, I know you said you don't like Dungeons and Dragons, but what if you did it with us? Because it'll be like fun. It'll be fun. We're fun. My it'll character like... is a warlock. 
but like a cool one. <laughs> he rides a motorcycle. Dungeons and Dragons with. He's a I warlock on a motorcycle. Are, Alex, I just don't like it. I'd rather play a video game. <laughs> My character is a uh, great big fat person. <laughs> Is this uh, is this Buffalo Bill playing D D? You're walking down a long mm-hmm. corridor into a dark room. It puts the potion in the inventory. <laughs> I equip night vision goggles. Put the I'm potion the in the goddamn inventory. <laughs> Uh, Buffalo Bill is so funny. Such we should, fun have yeah, <laughs> should have him on. Yeah, we should have him on. Yeah, we'll Good give him comic, a call. You know, he's. Just, I know, like, there's a lot of accusations about him, but funny is funny. He's always been cool to me. <laughs> yeah, he's cool to dudes, and that's the thing. And that's always tough, but those guys always love me too. So I, I get along. I have Buffalo Bill's number in my phone. <laughs> I've been asked to stop booking Buffalo Bill, but I'll do one once in a while when no one's looking. <laughs> like an off week, like a holiday weekend when like everybody goes back to the Midwest or whatever, you know? Yeah, be like, oh, I would. Look, I want to book uh, freaking uh, Katie Boyle, but she's not here. And Buffalo Bill is here. And yeah, I'm just supposed to tell him to leave knowing he could crank out 20. No problemo. <laughs> <laughs> you miss the cherry tree bar, Alex. Yeah. Do you miss Tree? it? Do you miss having that show? Um, at for I'd say the first three months, I felt like a weight was lifted from my chest, not mm-hmm. having to host that week that show every week. And then now I do miss it, and the bar is closed. So, um, like forever. No worries there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, it was ran totally out by of my end of an era. Where's that guy gonna coke do coke addict. now? <laughs> Um, he's starting his own comedy marketing firm, he said. <laughs> Is he really? He's oh been texting me God. a lot. I only answer some of the time. Dude, hell well, yes. Well, he did. Why have uh, you told us about this yet? He loves tagging people in multiple Instagram posts with their name written wrong with terrible phone graphics. So it sounds like he's ready to go. Well, what? Well, you have to understand about he's, Patrick, he's, who I am 100% confident he's put, will he's never hear this. several dollars into <laughs> clip art of old-time microphones. He is ready for his career. <laughs> he does it. He has some of the best microphone clip art I've ever seen. <laughs> but here's the thing you have to understand about him. It's he did not own that bar. He just was the bartender there and then just like gave himself a job title and was like, I'm entertainment manager. And the owner was like, okay. <laughs> Why not? And he made like business cards and started tagging everybody, would corner you and just chat with you for hours and hours. Yeah. I'd run away from my own show every week. I um because when I did your show, it was kind of the tail end of me even trying to do stand-up anymore. And I was like, yeah, it'll be a bar show. It'll be a little pressure. And I was not emotionally prepared for how much text messaging and bombardment <laughs> I was going to get from that man. I was like, yeah. this is kind of the did opposite. Did he put the pressure on you? Yeah. He was. He put the pressure. See, the thing is, it's, it's like getting a lot of texts from your parents. It's not yeah. actually any stakes at all. <laughs> well, He no. really walks the walk, though. 
Uh, no, not he didn't put the pressure on me in the sense that I felt like I had to perform well for him. He put the pressure on me as that a strange man <laughs> was texting me a bunch about comedy, <laughs> and I'm like, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> My favorite thing about him is, uh, I think partially due to the fact he's a bartender, and then partially due to the fact he's clearly addicted to some kind of upper, is half of the texts about my show that are just like, we have less chairs today, come in at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> And I'll be in the dead of sleep. And I opened my phone one night uh, last year and just said, hey, Mr. Monster. And then four <laughs> paragraphs <laughs> about how the lights were looking that night. Wow. So a relief, mostly. Like you'd miss comedy, but you don't miss that particular scenario. Good. Well, he was also like the most enthusiastic person I've ever worked with in relation to a comedy show right. in terms of not wanting to throw me out the entire time. So I did like him. I and so now he's trying to do a marketing firm. Mm. Or a talent agency. Yeah, this is what I was going to say. Is it's he's, a he's, wheel of ideas. He's Jeremy. got like a strong like, um, like small time booker empire sort of energy to him. Like. Like yeah, a lesser like, Jeff Lawrence, more like a um, you remember like, like Craig Fox, yes, or I was big, um, big pal. Was, or was you crazy. guys heard oh, yeah, about because you did the show at um at the three can what was that place called? Village Lantern. The Village Lantern yeah, yeah, yeah. was a venue on Houston Street where um their business relied on tricking passerbys. Yeah. Like an Irish folktale. Well, what they what they uh, relied into their on their comedy show. <laughs> what they relied on most was uh, the shows being full at the uh, Comedy Cellar, Greenwich Village Comedy Club, and Grizzly Pear. Yeah. And in that great scenario where all three of those things were true, oh my on, were you in for a good oh, yeah. show I at mean, the if Lantern? If you're hard out on your luck, <laughs> if you can't get into the high profile venue of the grizzly pear and you're really spitting in the street you might walk in here and create this great energy for the performers which starts with go ahead try to make me laugh <laughs> not funny i'm gonna leave oh, <laughs> just man. not going along with anything you say the whole time until you're first you know who did great there was osama Siddiqui. because of course, uh, he, of course would... he did Anyone who will just yell at you mm -hmm. did great with those people because it was the only way to pierce their hides. They were a lot like... Um, Not if you're a lady. They didn't like it when I yelled. No, they don't <laughs> like, no, it, they don't like it when you're a lady. Yeah. No, of Be course. quiet. That's an, un <laughs> that's an unwritten us. rule, of course. Uh, yeah. Kind of felt like it went without saying. <laughs> right. Um, if you're familiar with society, you'll love live performance. Can I talk about the video game I'm playing? Yeah, please. Katie, I'll allow it. I am playing a tactical JRPG called Banner of the Maid mm -hmm. that takes place during the French Revolution, but also is fought by big titty anime girls, and you play as Napoleon's sister. Nice. What role does she have? She's fighting. She's married to the guy who tries wars. to conquer Haiti. Yeah, so is she like part of the military is, or something? Yeah, it's the historical <laughs> French Revolution but then they've added this fantasy element that in addition to regular French Revolution shit, there is a squadron like there are these women that are chosen by the royal family to make them look good okay. to become warriors for France. But then 
and they're all like got their tits out and stuff. Of course, why wouldn't they? Why would you? Well, the real question is, why would you write that story and not have them have their tits out? It but would be weird like, if they were modestly dressed. What I am fascinated by is I play a lot of JRPGs. They could have just simply made this happen in a fictional place, but mm-hmm. like they insist on having historical figures in it. Like right. there's real people like Robespierre and, and and Catherine the Great or whatever right. and like all these people are in it. And then and it's Napoleon's I'm sorry, sister. Antoinette. Right, it's and not I'm just like, like what why and the politics are really bizarre because it benefits you to make everyone like you, but there's all the factions are there. There's like the townspeople, the royalists, the Jacobins, and you're like, I don't think these things are compatible. <laughs> like, well, if you want to get on the top, you don't want to end up on the chopping block, Katie. And if you had a huge milkers back then, they'd guillotine your boobs off first. <laughs> they don't tell you that. It took three times as long because they do it one boob at a time. There's even like a talking point where you're talking to someone and they're like, talking about like how excited they are about the mechanics of their guillotines and it's like not a comical thing it's supposed to be it was a new invention <laughs> yeah that's why they did so it much of it. they were like really stoked on it oh really right. yeah is it like world war like one shit where they're just like we gotta have this war <laughs> yeah exactly it's exactly like that yeah it's like uh i mean well no i mean i'd say that they wanted to do the revolution anyway but as far as i understand it like the amount of people who were executed is in large part because they were just really stoked on how easy it was now oh cool yeah it really cleaned up the mess of having to hack away at someone's neck yeah uh-huh. <laughs> and everyone's always shitting all themselves when you hang them so like there's less poop more blood, less poop. Yeah. Everybody wins. Well, because the blade comes down, right? Just think about the mechanics of it. And it's pushing down on the neck. And that's pushing back on the poop. And then the poop is just firing out the back. <laughs> so it's like a cannon in a way. And so in a way, it was designed as a cannon, but for poop. And the repercussions just get out of hand from there. <laughs> Another thing that's wild about this game is because they're representing real historical figures all the men when they're like a real person have kind of like a demure drawing style but then when they're talking to an anime girl it looks crazy what do they bleed out their noses no, and make there's, faces? No, there's no like wacky ichi shit but there's you know, there's like a girl who talks to animals and that she mm-hmm. she's like, Oh, oh the Lord, the little bird is scouts the field for me. I am so whimsical and I am a wire France. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny? Is, so is there like Final Fantasies like fighting in it or do you just talk to people? No, it's like uh I mean if you play tactics, it's a tactical so like you talk oh. to people and then you go on the battlefield. Oh, so you do like military with, stuff like in like Civ or something like that? That's so weird. You're like shooting people with guns and like setting up barracks and this stuff. This sounds fun. Then, oh, I think really? I like this. Wow. I think I might play it. Oh, you should. I it's, might finally find the woman for me. It's it's just really funny to me though the that they try to like field. explain who these women are by being right. like it's like Napoleon's sister. Why That's, not just make it gender swapped? Like if you really wanted to like keep the historical context. Big titty Napoleon. Yeah, exactly. Like why not just be like yeah this is a game where like what if napoleon had fat titties and then yeah, that's and the then story it's like, every once in a while like you know one of your generals would be like napoleon's sister we just got a letter from your brother and he's just 
fucking up Italy. And they're like, cool. Nice. <laughs> Good news, Napoleon's sister. They're <laughs> like, great. Hope he doesn't try to go anywhere and win her. And they're like, we're, I don't know if this game's going to address that. <laughs> like, It'd be funny if it's like, um, if it's like the generals and shit show up to talk to you and, and there's like, so like, is like your brother around or something? Like you don't work for the, you, you're not in the military or nothing. He's like, conquering no, she, Egypt. She, she's a, she's a like general. Like, uh, okay. All, there's women in the military. They just like. Sure. Yeah. For some reason, it's 2020, Jeremy. Dude, why don't you take outfits. your head out of your ass? There's one thing though that you two will love, in which this is like a Switch game, right? Mm-hmm. And so, for some of these titles, I think like I'm not sure if this one ever came out in physical games. So there's no English dubbing. So what it is is when the characters speak, it is a Japanese vo- person doing a French accent in Japanese. Oh, yes, yes, that's exactly what I want. I want that it, so it's, bad. Insane. <laughs> oh, I just figured out how to say Frenchman in Japanese. Did you? Go for, for it. Foransujin. No, make it sound French. Foransujin. Foransujin. And they don't. Hayaku. <laughs> like when you select your character to fight, like some of them say like a whole paragraph of shit, and you're like, I'm sorry, what? Just shoot the gun. <laughs> Nice. Damn, dude. French Revolution is crazy. Like, if you read more than, like, five paragraphs about the French Revolution, it is... People were just nuts back then, and, like, they They had a different concept of, like, like what would be socially acceptable behavior. Like, when when they killed um, Marie Antoinette, all these people who, like, went to witness it and shit, they all took, like, uh, uh, handkerchiefs. And they went and like blotted some of her blood on it, and then took so it you home. You could have some of her blood, and and you frame it. You took it home and framed it. And there's like people right. from like the next century and and beyond who have like family heirlooms that are a piece of cloth with Marie Antoinette's blood on it. I'm I sorry, mean, we're I still think doing that now. It's I fucking creepy. I think it's sick, but like people still do that. It's like the people who collect serial killer artifacts or whatever. Yeah, I guess like so. those kinds of nut jobs. Like this I still guy. have some Kyle Rittenhouse blood. <laughs> Sure, yeah. He's not dead, though. No, I mean, it's not his blood, but I mean, I will be selling it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, everybody's got to play the game, okay? You heard about the factions. This is Katie something I wonder. I just told you about the factions. How much trouble do you think we would get in if we were to, say, go on like eBay or something like that, and we start selling like Old Navy hoodies, something like that, and we just make it as if these are Kyle Rittenhouse's hoodies. We, You can get sued, Ooh. probably. Can Do you, you think get though? sued for that? It's you like, can get sued for What mis- law is that? Well, no, because misleading goods. So True, like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I was like, thinking about how my like, friends he growing He couldn't up- sue, but you can, like, you can get in trouble for, like, bad business. Right, bad, false <laughs> advertising, yeah. Because I had friends growing up who would steal um, punk jackets, uh, like oh, people's like spiky vests and, and punk I, jackets and shit, and they would sell them on eBay, saying they were like the guy from the casualties jacket, and they would be able to sell it for like five or six hundred dollars. Wow! Because people I, would think it's the casualty guys. Jacket. I actually fucking love that because you know those fashion punks spent so much money on those studs uh-huh. and stuff, and they were all straight. Yeah. They deserve to shit be rules. resold as fucking. <laughs> The casualty guy's jacket. It's such a sick move to do. But I'm wondering, yeah, because like the people who would buy such a thing, and there are people who would buy such a thing, I think they're absolute 
idiots who uh, yeah. would probably completely fall for that, and we could probably make a, a lot of money doing this. Well, so something to consider, uh, dear listener. I wish we didn't um, say this on the main show because maybe it was a possibility before true. we had. And this is legal one of those evidence. times, actually, Katie, where um, having established an LLC will come in great handy because this will uh, <laughs> right. actually uh, shield us from liability for this financial tip that we've put out <laughs> into the world. <laughs> And the thing about like generally committing a crime is you want to do it on a recording. Like just plan it just so everyone knows what's going on. Then they can't be mad later because you'll be like, I put it out on my podcast. I mean, what what are the odds? What are the odds that, you know, that I were to talk about this on my show and then go out and do it? Do I look like an idiot to you, Your Honor? Making parody into real life. This is... This is satire of a podcast. <laughs> exactly. When I made money selling Old Navy hoodies, it was a fucking joke, <laughs> your honor. It was a bit. I was doing a bit. It was funny. We should actually look into like how Nathan for you got away with so much shit. Cause oh, I true. Feel like... <laughs> that does feel like a Nathan for you bit, doesn't it? It would be very political for him. Very political. Although, you know the last bit I saw? Have you seen How To with John Wilson, his newest show? Mm-mm. No, I haven't. He produces it, and it's uh, video diaries of this guy in New York. And I'm not selling it very well, but it is so good. It's so funny. And I watched one of the previews for it uh, on YouTube, and Nathan is in it. And the guy keeps sending him footage of bread he's finding around the city, and he gets bored. So he starts his own TikTok house, and it's just Nathan Fielder and these four 14-year-olds <laughs> who keep voguing and dancing in front of him. And he's like, that's great. Just be yourself. Pretend I'm not here. <laughs> and he keeps asking them which ones like him and which ones don't like him, and they're bouncing on a trampoline together. It's long. I, re- I highly recommend finding this. It's worth your time. <laughs> Well, speaking of making a killing, Mm. I'm trying to kill on Twitter.com with some of my viral tweets. You know, I've never gone viral before. I know Jeremy has. He he sold did the Daily Show giraffe neckties. (laughs) (laughs) He said, "Hey, check this out, giraffe neckties." Hey, you're gonna love this, Trevor Noah. I know it's a shaky start for you right now, but you're gonna you're gonna go gangbusters with this unreasonably uh, boring tag to my joke that you're gonna say. I still love the idea of that, like two seconds when that was happening. Some like Midwest Christian mom adding you, thinking you're a nice animal man, and you just making fucking cum jokes about oh, yeah. Darth Maul and stuff. <laughs> no, the funniest thing about the giraffe tweet in retrospect is that it was like a week and a half or so before Jabuki went super viral. Oh, and wow. so he, I remember texting yourself, with him. Jeremy. No, I remember texting with him and him being like, being like, yo, dude, wow, you're like really, his post is blown up and then a week and a half I later. I hope I'm as big like, as you one day, Jeremy. <laughs> a week and a half later, he's gone <laughs> forever. So much. <laughs> he shoots off to heaven and we I never know, see him I again. I forget that you and I were in a group chat with him and he just... The fucked off. He fucked off the moment <laughs> he, he went viral. He's like, I'm never talking to an open micer again, and nor should he have. Yeah. <laughs> he still has the group chat, but he's named it Losers Who Are Dead to Me. It's true. He never left he, that chat. Right. He's he clearly just message if you want. He hasn't deleted yeah. me off of Twitter, so I'll, I'll take it. Well, anyway, I need some advice because you guys, you're always going viral, and I realize that my voice <laughs> isn't necessarily what the people want. Okay, so I'm kind of trying to play into, I have some drafts here. 
I'm trying to play into okay, what, uh, what wait, people like. Wait, before you do this, can, can we sing a jingle of like Alex's drafts or Patak drafts or something like that? <sighs> um, when you wake up in the morning and it's mine or yours, it's time for Alex's ideas. Patak drafts. All right, let's go. Patak drafts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I'm, I'm trying to like adapt a more common voice here. So okay. I've noticed a lot of ones like these go viral. Uh, yeah, so okay. I have one. Because you're, um, you're too unreachable. You're too smart. It's too heady and introspective a lot of the times. Yeah. yeah. Right. I feel like I do like a lot of ph- philosophical stuff people don't really yeah. get. But um, <laughs> people read I just it have and they're me- like, is this like, is this in, from the New Yorker? Is this like a yeah. Borowitz is thing? Is this for What's Co? <laughs> right, but also I can't do Photoshop, so I'm not like bringing it to you. Right, I'm not like yeah. bringing the New Yorker to you underground. That's not what I do per se. Okay, okay. So this one says, uh, "Men, mm. men will watch the Animaniacs, mm-hmm. but still be afraid to hold your hand." Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're really close there, but I think instead of the Matt Berry yikes. You should just have an emoji of the upside down smiley face. Yes, yes, yes. And, oh, okay, yeah. I'm putting that in. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Great yeah. tweet. It doesn't uh, rhyme I think you could way, also though. make it be. Um, you can even go shorter for word economy's sake. You could do men be watching animaniacs upside down smiley face. Oh, oh yes. So it depends <laughs> which way you want to go with it, but they're both excellent yeah um you want to put the holding your hand in line if you want to self-deprecate because you know you're just a hot single 22 year old woman with big naturals and no one wants to hold your hand because you're such a fun slut or you could just be telling it like it is clap 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 animaniacs i was going for the big titty 22 year old thing but uh, I like the word economy here. Also, if we don't have the rhyme, I don't even want it the other way. Because mm. I'm, I'm mostly like writing rhymes. I'm kind of looking for a platform for that. Okay, okay. I'm drafting okay. that. Um, another idea I had, it just says, why can bees fly? <laughs> well, and uh, maybe I could put a picture on there or something. Well, there's a um, thing about them that people say about how like bumblebees the fat ones like they physically shouldn't be able to fly but they can and it's like one of those things that like christians will will say is like a like one of god's great miracles huh that right that's Alex. what i'm trying Physics to say can't yeah, explain maybe you it. that's what i'm trying to say pivot to uh inspirational christian content mm. so maybe I, th- I want nothing more than to pivot so, to inspirational christian so content. just have uh how can bees fly and then find just a really beautiful picture of white jesus and just <laughs> okay and then post yeah. it yeah katie you're good at this okay uh and then one more <laughs> Wait, can we this find, is like this i'm hmm? gonna find jesus with a b okay yeah send me jesus with I a bet, b uh you know the jehovah's literature always has like people in fields and stuff i bet there's some like nice matte painting you know and i probably don't want all caps if it's a picture of jesus with a b no yeah. no Oh wow! This is oh, he's you, the lamb. You might want to um go in a text generator and make it that like little like calligraphy text. How do you do oh, that? Oh hell yes! Here's a T-shirt that says, "I've got beekeeping in my veins and Jesus in my heart." Yes, <laughs> I mean, but I want the picture though is the only thing. But I would like that shirt. Um, okay, and then this is one more idea. Then we do have to move on. Alex, but, uh, this why is won't like a- you settle down with a nice Christian beekeeper? <laughs> Instead I do, of well, I'd have to leave my Jewish wife. wife. 
She won't let me take a second one who's a Christian beekeeper. We keep bringing it up. Um, so this one's like prompts. Like I noticed prompts are really big. So yeah. this one's just a thoughtful idea I had. Uh, what's the worst band with the best name? Here's one. Shine Down. You think um, Shinedown has a good name? Yeah, I was about to yeah, say I think that's, that's a where great your name. problem is, mm. is that it's not a good name. No, it's so, I mean, it's visual. It implies movement. It, I would expect it to be a great band. And then you're hearing the band and you're like, well, this is not what I was promised. No, Shinedown sounds like they'd be like a Christian band. They sound like they'd be like a Jesus thing. You yeah, which that. again is exactly up my alley. Right, that's I, true. Refer I'm to the B tweet. Like, what happened to Sugar Ray? Who is he? Who is Sugar Ray? Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Men will be Sugar Ray, but afraid to call you Bay Bay. Or oh, wow. uh, men be listening to Sugar Ray, but on the first date, they don't pay. Yes. <laughs> is there like just a Twitter for rhymes though? Seriously, because like that's just what I want to do. I don't like jokes per se as much as rhymes. Um, You're basically like... <sighs> You ever watch uh, King of the Hill where Peggy works at the newspaper and she just has a column where she just literally says, like, uh, 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 two in the hands worth one in the bush or whatever? (laughs) (laughs) That's what you need. You just need, like, a local newspaper. Alex's musings. And you're like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, I want to be like a Dave Barry type. Yeah. That's what yeah. rhyming There's a picture Twitter of you is. in like a cable knit sweater. <laughs> like a, and why can bees fly? A big I don't see cable a jetpack on there. Yeah, you want like a uh, newspaper clipping on the 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 church uh, uh, office billboard like kind of news clippings. Like, oh, that's neat. You know, nice Minnesotan housewives be like, I uh, I clipped this for you, Peg. I know that you've been sad since your husband died. Why can bees? Why can bees fly? How about put it up that? in your put it up it's in your cubicle Jesus. next to the next to the Doonesbury comic. Yes, he's another one of God's cruel mysteries. Aside from what he takes from us. <laughs> All right. Well, I've uh, I've taken up too much time with my Twitter drafts. It's time to move on. Okay. To the great show Dragon Ball Z on Nickelodeon Are for we, adults. Um, doing a advertisement. Hey, why don't you do an advertisement? Yes. Okay. Hold on one second. I want to see something. If you want, I'd do one because you've done so many. I mean, whatever you want. I'm just seeing we're in Hanukkah this year is. Oh, it's the it's 10th oh. to the 18th. All right. So that's next week. Yeah. <clears throat> ho, ho, ho. Merry Hanukkah, you anti-Semites. It's me, Katie Rosalion, star of the show, Ballin' Out Super, here to remind you about our Patreon content. Lahayim. I'm lighting these candles to remember all the times I've suffered without money. But for only $5 a a month, these candles will burn bright for the entire war of G Gundam. That's right, we are remembering G Gundam behind the paywall for an extra $5 a month. Uh, Is it a month? It's $5 a a month. It's a month. At $5 a month, you get four extra podcasts. And, uh... Uh, I'm usually... That's half of eight. Eight crazy nights. Oh, Adam Sandler, get out of here, you, you fucking... You're Meshuggah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> 
This guy, he's Meshuggah. This guy? <laughs> so check it out. You got $5. You already spent, if you bought anything during Black Friday, that means you have $5 to spend on our Patreon. So get behind the paywall. D- uh, d- uh, <laughs> dreidels. <laughs> Dreidels, folks. We love them. You have the money. We love them, we, don't we, folks? We will find you. We will send Jeremy to your house. <laughs> You've heard about the things he'll do for cash. <laughs> you have on this podcast. <laughs> and if you haven't, they're behind the they're paywall. They're behind the paywall. You'll you never thought, know. You thought Jeremy was a desperate man before he had a sickly child. You all have no idea how <laughs> depraved he's become now that he has a child in a bottle to protect. He's entering his Biggie Smalls phase. Nico is out of the bottle now. Oh, Mazel Oh, are you waking him up right now? No. What? He's not home yet, but he's out of the He's oven. out of the bottle, yeah. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> oh, the bottle of a woman's body. No, the bottle of the little tank that keeps oh, yeah. right. humidity. They took him out of the There's baby. Too many bottles. I can't keep track. <laughs> they took him out of the baby fish tank. <laughs> okay. Hey, everybody. The title Goku's of this ep- out of the bottle. <laughs> the title of this episode is Goku versus Frieza. The uh, Super Showdown begins. Now, you hear a title like this and you get excited because you know it's time for a big fighting. But what they love to do is just to shit on you a little bit. And right out the gate, they ha- show the worst drawing of Frieza I have ever seen in my entire yes. life, uh-huh. including fan art by children. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a baby. The redrawn like frames orbs. in this episode are extra bad to the point that I think the guy who was doing them quit, and they're just doing them in MS Paint. Yeah, and it it's crazy, too, because it's maybe, like, their best episode right? in a while. Yeah. It just bursts with just, like, a child's drawing. And I don't know why they're there. It's, like, I get maybe that they're, like, trying to, like, fill in interstitial bits to make it work better or something like that. But sometimes it just feels like they were like, nah, we could do this better. And, and they, they can't. do they it. It's terrible. It it's so bad. I... You know what it reminds me of is, like, when I'm working and, uh, like, a client sends over an outline for a script and I am like, well, I can just copy and paste what they put because it's fine and I don't care. Uh, but then they're going to notice that it's the same thing they wrote. So I'll change a couple of words. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Other, if I'm not making Gohan look like uh, uh, Charlie Brown, why are they paying me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, it was so bad that I started scream laughing and then my boyfriend came in to check on me and then I showed him and he did the same exact reaction. <laughs> just two adults in their 30s scream laughing over a Frieza drawing. Yeah. I was just picturing him getting <clears throat> pissed off like, Katie, you know I don't care about that shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> he looks like um, he looks like Pennywise, doesn't he? Yes! Oh my God! Well, Pennywise is scary. <laughs> But like a bad drawing of Pennywise. Yeah. But a bad one, not a not scary one. I have a drawing of pe- that someone made of Pennywise twerking and breaking it down. That's what this looks like. So anyway, uh, Goku and Frieza stare at each other for a while and the wind blows. And Piccolo <sighs> remarks out loud, oh, Goku's so strong now. Pretty weird. Uh, <laughs> and when Piccolo the- does a lot of narrating in this. Yeah, Be so- prepared for that. <laughs> Piccolo... Krillin and Baby Gohan are our Greek chorus this episode. 
Frieza wags his tail, and Piccolo knows it's about to go off. So he's like, get out of here, Gohan! And he flies away, and Gohan's just standing there like a dumb baby, and Krillin's like, you remember how when anyone fights, the planet blows up? And he's like, okay, bye! I love you, Dad! And then... Uh, He's been getting along fine by himself for so long, and then the second any adult figure shows up, just reverts. Yeah. Reverts right back to a shell. Yeah, you remember when he lived in the woods by himself for yeah. a year? What was that <laughs> yeah, he for? he had a mortgage. What was that for if not this? Um, <laughs> and then they start fighting, and that's most of the episode. So yeah. Oh, it's great. Good fights. They start off with some classic swooshes that move so fast that you can't see them. In the air as the terrain and everything gets torn Very cool asunder. shot of um, Goku right at the top where he like, it's the camera's like panning kind of past him as he like digs his foot into the ground to like, kind of like, you know, get some you know, push off to, to go some after leverage. It. Yeah, it looks sick. It's very good. And and you never see his bulge. I feel like when the, that's when they're really <laughs> digging for something to look at when they're showing you Goku's bulge. Yeah, yeah there's not a Moose Knuckle in the early Z episodes, yeah. but I I hold out hope that by the time we get to the Cell Saga, that we're we're gonna be seeing some nuts. They got they got one fan mail one time from somebody being like, "I'm only watching for the Moose Knuckle," and they were like, "All right, crank it out, give them what they want." Oh, so he's the Jor- It's the Jordan of the Dragon Ball <laughs> writers. Is room. that does that happen to Jordan on your show? Yeah, you. Uh, you if a fan said, if literally one person said something, he's like, "All these people are so mad yeah. at us." <laughs> oh, I misunderstood. Dude, people are freaking out about the tool episode, and we need to do an apology episode. Oh my god, apology episode always a bad idea. Always a bad idea. Yep. You don't acknowledge that. It's a bad them. idea for an episode. You wouldn't ever plan that. This is how <laughs> things got. This is how things got so out of control with that fan base. Is you acquiesce yeah. to them too much and you acknowledge them too much and then they think they own you. Yeah. The very the very lessons of the French Revolution brought yeah. home. That's why we'll take your five dollars, but please don't try to reach out to me. Don't message Katie. Unless you're um <laughs> unless you're a cool one. Do like, not touch um, on Katie. Peng- <laughs> Pengus, uh, who's been DMing me on Twitter with very nice uh, house music recommendations. Oh, right. I meant Only to send Pengus. you a playlist. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna send you something. Be, when we be get like Pengus. Be like WWPD. <laughs> what would Pengus do? Oh, one, one more. <laughs> I'm a Christian now. Uh, one more thought on uh, the fighting is uh, I think this is maybe the a very special period in the show where in Dragon Ball Z bookending this and for. Most of the show, your only reference that people have gotten stronger is someone not fighting, turning to the camera and saying, wow, this person has gotten very strong. Yes. There are two or three separate parts in the entire 700 episodes of Dragon Ball Z where the fighting physically like changes what it looks like. And this is that episode because yeah. Frieza was not zi- like people weren't zipping around this much quite before. Right. You start getting the invisible fights from here on. Mm hmm. Yeah, uh, but not to say that they don't then also do the the thing that they do otherwise, because there is a cutaway to King Kai for absolutely no reason, where he's like, by the way, everybody, Goku's <laughs> very strong me. now. <laughs> I'm going to message Katie about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I am a queen among pies. Maybe if she had focused on comedy more. <laughs> well, oh my God. That's what he says in the episode. I know, but those are the gremlins that would be like, oh, you quit comedy because yeah, it's Katie, too Katie, you can go hard. back to stand up. I'm like, I stopped doing it because I hated everyone who does it. Um, so uh, Frieza does like a purple beam and a weird pinwheel move and there is so a cool. mushroom cloud and Goku's mm. in the dust cloud and this is when he realizes that Frieza is just shooting blind because if he can't see Goku, he can't he can't sense his power and yeah. Frieza's just sending off beams this way and that and uh, an errant he beam. He has a strategy like... Uh... You know, like a lot of people have on like dating apps where you, you're not aiming anymore. You're just firing and it's all about like oh, numbers. Yeah, I can totally tell when I've been carpet bombed because it's always some like vaguely business guy. And I'm like, sir, you didn't <laughs> Dear take Dear beautiful woman, <laughs> how we. <laughs> yeah. I sure would like your phone number or or text. It would be funny to do like the the bisexual version of that would be like a dear beautiful sir or gentleman or woman or gentleman <laughs> sir or madam sir I, or madam I too like thing mentioned in profile <laughs> smiley face hey see here a photo of me shirtless with a baby white tiger holding up a fish additionally I'm holding up a fish with my other arm Bet you can't beat me in Mario Kart, winky face. Behind me, you'll see a television with a Nintendo 64 with my main character, Toad. Pretty wacky. <laughs> this I'm is a bit the IRS. wacky. If under six feet, swipe left. <laughs> I'll be right back. Oh, no, Katie's gone. <laughs> Oh God! I can't remember any of the Dragon I don't Ball Z. What else happens? Yeah. <laughs> oh God! I don't know anything that's ever happened in Dragon Ball Z. Oh, he goes it's under. Oh God! He, I'm freezing. I'm freezing in the pressure. He goes underwater. <laughs> he goes underwater, but it's not a big deal. <laughs> He's a lot like the the guy who fell in love with the stingray or the octopus, rather. Right. Did you see that? No. He holds his breath for so long Is so that he can make love to this octopus. Is that what he does? No, he doesn't do that. I was, I was just joshing around. The octopus falls in love with him, but octopuses only live for a year. Yo, but here's More the thing, though. Here's facts. the thing. If you really were to, like, if you wanted to cross that boundary and get into that world, how much brain could you get? Oh, you could get so have, much brain, dog. Different like, brains. their whole body. I mean, they could do, like, inverse brain on you or whatever. <laughs> Who's sucking dick? We're talking about if, if you your were head, to, you had to have sex with an octopus. Yeah, if you, you were know, the to, if one you, place <laughs> where you wouldn't want to do it is actually in their mouth because they are nightmare beaks. Yeah, yes. no, yeah, and they will just rip you, rip you right off. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you want to stay away from the beak. Yeah, but you literally stay away from the rest of the body <laughs> is a pussy. So that's what. <laughs> That's what being an octopus is all about. Well, yeah, what I was saying, Katie, was that there's genre of pornography about that. So. Yeah, but we're talking about <laughs> the other direction. There, there's never no, the other direction. There's never a like a guy <laughs> topping the tentacle monster. Yeah, nobody ever tops the tentacle monster. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the tentacle monster is always the, the top. That's not. Although, uh, one of my well, maybe partners we need to re-examine these structures. Sent me this amazing porn site last night called um, what is it called? Uh, like Lavor, and it's oh Lavor girl, and it's just uh, 
It's just videos of like half naked women being eaten by giant puppet monsters. Oh, nice. Yeah, of course. Oh, no. Very nice. (laughs) And these are real videos? Yes. This really happened to these women? Dude, the best is that intersection of. of like vor and giantess and also like scat. So there's like these, there'll be like- Three a, of my favorite bands. It'll be like a hentai where it's like a dude gets chewed up and eaten by a gigantic woman and then shit out the other side. And I you like see I his like little one. arms and legs coming out of the turn. That rules. Oh no. Uh, I love that stuff because it really makes me A, seem normal and B- yeah. There's really something for everybody. God bless you all. Yeah, I know. You almost like get a little tear in your eye. You're like, look at this. Like somebody, and, and it's like good. You like see it and you're like, look Art at that. Art is like, real. Somebody like really drew that and did a good job drawing that. And I yeah. really appreciate that somebody cared. I don't know. What it, the, are the puppet monsters, are, are we talking like Fozzie Bear? They're like a trash can with a giant mouth and googly eyes. <laughs> oh, like a Power Rangers monster. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Unrelated, Rita Repulsa, she can get it. Christian icon, Rita Repulsa. <laughs> <laughs> I want a tag team between Rita Dude, she Repulsa does seem like she'd be in one of those like <laughs> she'd be in one of those like crazy intense like Asian churches. Uh, Absolutely. Okay. Anyway. I thought you were gonna say her and Goldar, because I could just picture him being like his mouth is always open, like he's like ah. So, uh, <laughs> You know, as Goku's fighting in the dust, an errant beam goes off and almost kills Gohan. And then Krillin turns around and says, Incredible, do you guys see what I'm seeing? And we get a shot of a plume of dust that is unmistakably a throbbing erect penis shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally thought that they were going to be like, He's like, are you guys seeing what I'm seeing? And they all look over. He's like, totally looks like a dick, right? Yeah, it's insane right? how Come much on. it looks like. And a dick. they're like, no, it looks like a mushroom cloud, dude. Go <laughs> on, po- the smoke looks like a dick. <laughs> I posted it on my my Twitter. If y'all don't believe me, go check it out. It was like I screenshotted so much from this episode. There are so many insane drawings in this. I couldn't believe it. Some of it good, some of it bad. There's also Frieza reaction shot right after that where he's just staring blankly for no reason. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so Frieza starts beaming at Goku in the sky, and then now they're like back to back, like they're crisscross. And oh, the dust clears, and they're on like the a really high up, narrow plateau. Yeah, they, standing back to back, they were fighting so much. They chewed that mountain up, and then it fell apart because they're so strong and then they're, they're so strong in the air and they're punching and goku is now alone because frieza zip zap zopped off somewhere yeah i can't believe how strong they are it's really changed frieza's tone he's bringing a lot less of the sass to the table now <coughs> i think because he's finally entered like his serious his serious dance mood you know like he's here to win now he's not here to make friends I'm not here to make friends. I feel like the entire timbre of his voice has changed. Meanwhile, did you know Bulma's here? Oh my god, what the fuck was the point of this at all? Except (laughs) to like set up that later on that Captain Ginyu comes back in super, I guess? No, I think it's a... is drinking out of some water. She talks about how much it would suck to die a second time, and then she is surrounded with froggies like the one Ginyu gets stuck in, and she doesn't want to die amongst froggies. And I was like, that's a dream for your friend KRL. <laughs> right. 
Bury me in Bury the me frogs. with my froggies. <laughs> <laughs> Katie's gonna have a fucking like Egyptian tomb. Yeah, Hop I'm taking me you into the all grave. with me. You're gonna get a letter like, "Hey guys, I'm giving away furniture or something," and you guys are gonna come over. I'm like, "Gotcha, bitch!" And I'm gonna seal you in the the pyramid with me. And I'm like, "I'm dying today." <laughs> you wonder how you keep ending up with these Pisces, and yet you're dying to be buried in frogs. There's no frog zodiac. Yeah, there's no frog zodiac, but frogs live in a lake, and Pisces are in a lake because fish are in a lake. Katie, Pisces are emotional, and you are yelling at me right now. So, well, I'm not a Pisces. I'm a I'm a Aries. God oh. of war. Oh, that explains the a flying uh, mobile suit. The flying mobile suit. That is actually the only thing I think of when I know that. <laughs> The um, best one was the fucking cancer and the and the the other one. There was like a cancer and a, I think it was a Pisces actually. The two water based ones that like yeah, only yeah, yeah, ever like got caught, pulled out like twice and they suck ass. <laughs> they have little arms. <laughs> they suck so bad that they didn't even have the confidence to have one. Like the Leo is the Leo and the Aries is the Aries and then the the Pisces and the Cancer. They're just like just give them two. Maybe like Dude, one of them will catch. Maybe it's scary if there's two. <laughs> And they do different things, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> They're in the water. So I guess just don't go in there. <laughs> That's, oh, my God. I was watching an episode of Digimon the other day, and they're fighting these giant sea monsters. And I'm like, it kind of seems like if you guys just go a little bit inland, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Walk um, 10 steps back. <laughs> yeah. Is that after my Otis Mon? This is, is in the, this is in the new show. Oh, okay. So, um, so Bulma, yeah, she yeah, says to okay. the frogs, "I want to die uh, young and leave a beautiful corpse." Meanwhile, they fight. Goku is blasting a beam, and then he's uh, beaming so hard he's pushed into a mountain, and then, and then he's like, "Ow, that was hot!" <laughs> ow, ow, ow! And Frieza stares at him. That's right, Goku. It's hot down there, isn't it? <laughs> And then that's when we go to the cut Jeremy was talking about where King Kai's like, hello, I am here. So is Yamcha. I'm telling them what's happening on the game. He, uh, Goku's strong. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe it. Wow. He has no limits. And you're like, he do people? no limits. Do people have limits? Like, is that part of this? Like, it's, it's, a it's this weird thing that they term. always insist on talking about, but I, I was never under the impression that there's only so strong a person could get or whatever. I wow, think somebody here hasn't gotten into bondage. <laughs> That's not what I was going to say. I was going to say, I think it's kind of like those one fear t-shirts where it's like, no limits, no right, fear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Alex, please go on. I have no idea where that riff was going. Oh, you need to have limits in oh, the bedroom, Jeremy. Okay. All right. Otherwise, you're going to limit break, like <laughs> Yuna from Final Fantasy X. Limit break. One of my many lovers. And Goku, in the later show. And Goku in the later show you as know, well. I'm going past the <laughs> limit break, and something it's Sometimes a piece of a cake. cake. <laughs> uh, Frieza gets mad and so he decides to do some environmental terrorism he shoots a beam into the ground Goku's like what the butt? and then lava starts shooting out everywhere I've fracked the mountain Goku and once again Goku goes that's hot 
<laughs> they were trying to get a new catchphrase going for Goku. They already had the shirts printed with Goku that says, that's hot. And they had a hot sauce. Aye, that aye, was aye. That's hot. Shoots out and then Frieza comes out of the lava like, it's me, bitch. And there's lava everywhere. And then... Goku does like Goku. a brain push thing. Yeah, he like yeah, he pushes him with his brain. He and then he like puts a beam, and so he beams the lava back into yeah, place. The lava, and he blows up a mountain to pour water on the lava. Which that's not how that works. The water would just start boiling, and then he's like, "There I go, stop the lava." It's like they're both in a in a fight with the mountain more than with each other at a certain point. Yeah, it's a real man versus wild out there, right? And then. Uh, Goku says, hey, Frieza, stop touching other people's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is unrelated to the fight right now, but I have I just wanted to say this while we're all here. Stop touching my stuff. <laughs> stop <laughs> Zarbon touching. told me you ate his yogurt. Stop stay doing that. Stay out of the that. fridge, Frieza. <laughs> stay out of the fridge and stay out of other people's planets. I don't know how many times Namek had a post-it note on it that said Piccolo, and you still came and blew it up. I gave Karen that Doonesbury because her husband died, <laughs> and you took it out of her cubicle? Who does that? <laughs> This is uh, when a, a Frieza speech happens where he's like, I must confess, you're stronger than I thought you would. Uh, not as strong as Ginyu. Now you have to die. Too bad, so sad. A coo coo coo. And then there's more beams. And yeah. then. Uh, Great ones. Yeah. Great ones. There, are we at the underwater part yet? Yeah, yeah. Did we do the underwater level? We're about to be there where uh, Goku, like, knees Frieza real hard and it freaks him out and he almost goes into water. So. Frieza's like, now you go in the water. And he right. throws yeah. him. Let's see who's wet now. And he throws him in the you water. son of a bee. And he's like, everyone knows Saiyans can't swim. And Goku just stands at the bottom of the lake and has a think. <laughs> For a while. Did he catch all wet? Dude, the Wait, best is that is... really a thing? Did he say Saiyans can't swim? I don't know. Did they... <laughs> <laughs> they better not have. They better fucking not have. <laughs> it really complicates some of Vegeta, uh, Frieza's earlier language that we've been overlooking. <laughs> they, uh, But they cut away a couple times to people being like, surely he's drowned, right? I mean, like, he can't hold his breath that long. And then Goku down there is like, hmm, what hmm. to do, what to do? Yeah, he takes This is time. a real kerfuffle we're in here. It's not just like I gotta think fast. I'm underwater. He's like, okay, so I'm gonna yeah, make take your one time, Goku. You're underwater. <laughs> I'm gonna make a second beam, and for some reason, now I can make them just sit there because that's a thing I can do. I'm Goku. Okay, one, two, three, go. <laughs> and <then he> <laughs> yeah, they never even show him like run out of air or anything. <laughs> well, he wasn't about to. He's like the octopus guy. He can hold it for so long. True, yes. That's how we got on the octopus thing before. Uh, so this is a cool part, though, because this is something that I realized is so sorely lacking from the show going forward is like they start to just become more and more about just like I'm beaming. Now I'm beaming and I'm yeah. beaming yes. harder and I'm powering up in the new way and whatever. And and this is like one of the only times that it's like a strategy that somebody like hatches and they un they they unfurl this plan where they're like, yeah. you know, I'm going to do a distraction and then a second distraction and then I'm going to attack. It was cool. It was nice to see. We're kind of watching their nasty tricks. Well, and it's like, I always think about how original Dragon Ball is all about being the greatest martial artist in the world. And then it's like, actually, what if we were magic aliens? And this is yeah. like the last 
shred of that like years of training (laughs) (laughs) before it's like oh actually if you just get pissed you can shoot lightning out your dick. My is bigger than yours. It's We're more far. powerful because it's yellow and not red. It's yellow. It, it's we're at a power level where if you tried to do a trick, you'd die right there. There's no time for tricks anymore. So yeah, Goku distracts Frieza with the one, two different beam, and then he shows up behind him. He's like, "Ha ha, I got you!" And he punches him so good, and he. Falls and dirts and rocks are flying all he over the place. He drop kicks him in the head. Oh, I forget. Before he drop kicks him, though, Frieza's like, Goku, I bought you a gift at the boutique. Please come out. You who, Goku. Yeah. I got you some nice cupcakes. <laughs> Frieza still got it. So, uh, yeah, he drop kicks Frieza, and, and, and he is covered in rocks and everyone's like yay we did it we killed Frieza with rocks <laughs> his weakness um and then you guys of course he's not dead he's Frieza you fucking idiot poop pants he's not babies. even close not even close to being dead you fucking idiots purple beams start to shoot out the rocks everyone goes red with fear uh Cause he's fucking fine. He's so fine that he cracks right. his neck. Cause it turns out that was the only thing wrong. Right, his neck was stiff, and the the I like to imagine that he got covered with rocks, and then they heard an explosion, and just assumed he was so dead. They're like, "What was that? Did you guys hear something? <laughs> oh my god, it's Frieza again. He's back." But this is really interesting because I would say this is the exact point of Goku starting to be a psycho. Yes, absolutely. Frieza's not dead. Goku starts to laugh. He's and- like smiling serenely. He's <laughs> oh, like yeah. giggling and like having like a nice little chat with him. <laughs> yeah, and you know, Frieza's like. I don't you little believe- rascal, I thought well, that was going to hurt you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Frieza's like, I don't believe I've ever felt this way. You know, I can hardly contain myself. I want to sh- rip you to shreds. And Goku's like, I'm brain damaged. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is just an animation note, but for most of the episode, Goku has this look on his face that I think is supposed to be serious, yeah. but not mad. And it just looks like he needs to poop, but can't. <laughs> oh my God, I said this. I was like, is he shaking out a turd? Especially in that part earlier when he lands and he's like looking for Frieza and it's quiet. He has the like the squatty potty stance and he's just like, hmm. It's like a little like kitty cat. It's like his mind is just somewhere else, you know? Just waiting on a bus. (laughs) So uh, this is when... Like Jeremy was talking about, the it, the combat really takes a shift, and Frieza starts zigzagging around so fast you can't even see him. And uh, he he's like, "I think I'll toy with you a while because I'm Frieza, and this is what I do. This is the whole <laughs> plot of the show." <laughs> oh look, I've made a circle of rocks. Isn't that neat? Rocks. Yeah, it kicks ass. I think it's like they tried to kill him with rocks, and he's like, no, rocks are my whole thing. <laughs> and then he throws all the little rocks at Goku, and he has to dodge them, and then he's hitting them, and he's like, wait, I'm Goku, and then he just blows them up with a beam. Right. And he, I forgot for a second, I'm Goku. <laughs> and he likes he does it. it. He's like, this is fun. I'm like, oh, Gohan, I'm sorry, kid. He's gone. You lost him. You lost him. That's not your father. 
That's an alcoholic. Uh, and uh, <laughs> this is when Frieza gets mad. And he's like, you got some nerve. And so he starts to do some power kegels. And, uh, you know, they really do a number on Planet Namek this round. Yeah. First they summon seismic shifts of lava. And now he grabs an island-sized chunk of the Earth, which goes to think that there's got to be just like a lava crater behind him. And he throws an island. Such a big rock. An island, like a nation-sized piece of Earth at Goku, who kind of just slows it down a little and gets pinned behind it. <laughs> he just catches it. That was crazy to me. It's like, you know you could just not be there when the island lands. <laughs> now he wanted Go to do show anything. up. <laughs> he was like, bro, watch this. He's going to think I got crushed by it. No, I'm going to do a ninja slice and just step out of it. Mm. Hey, ninja punches slice. It. Ninja slice. <laughs> Goku slice. Yeah, they were we- trying to sell a project called the Goku slice. You can cut your cheese well, with Goku he- slice. It's kind of annoying because like, you see him blast stuff, but you never see him do like a light scythe or whatever up until this point. So it's like, yeah, the rock just slices in two and does that like slow motion uh, anime split. And Goku's like, ha ha. I am actually fine. I'm Goku. I'm actually laughing. <laughs> and uh, then Frieza shows up behind him and is like, actually, I'm laughing. You fell for it. He screams and he puts traps Goku in like a light egg sack. Oh, I love this. Yeah. And then he says, let's have some fun. I'm just going to smack you around. And if I miss, you'll go into the sun. And uh, Frieza starts Go- playing catch. Goku's with like, okay. <laughs> 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 Frieza starts rapidly batting Goku around with his tail in like uh, instant transmissioning to catch it, and he's playing. It's like the- a baseball diamond shape. I actually remember watching this at the age of twelve. That's how memorable this scene is, <laughs> where he's just kicking him in a triangle around the world. <laughs> it was pretty cool, and the animation's really good, and you really do feel the quickness of it. I don't know. I thought it was cool. It feels like you're there. But not in a bad way, like it would be for Goku. (laughs) And then Frieza says the most relatable thing I've ever heard where he goes, I know this was my idea, but I'm bored now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who hasn't been there? And he goes, time for a sudden death round. And he blasts Goku into the earth with a big explosion. And uh, Gohan goes flying because he's a dumb baby and Piccolo catches him. And there's dust everywhere. Namek's a desert now because they blew up the sun or something. And Goku, Dad, oh no, what happened? And Frieza's like, I haven't... Oh, Piccolo does this thing where he's like, Frieza hasn't even begun to fight. He's actually... This is just a a mooch-bouge, bro. (laughs) Gohan, is Dad going to be okay? Piccolo, don't worry about him. Frieza isn't the only one holding back, and then it's butt rock starts playing. Yeah, right, well, weird he said, he said he's not rock. the only one holding back, and I just couldn't stop thinking of just Cockney Piccolo being like, "They're having a laugh, Gohan. My mate is off it. <laughs> he nicked my mobile. <laughs> they were down at the Tesco's nicking mobiles." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but they truly were. So weird, but rock happens. It's like, burr, 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 burr. but then there's also trumpets for some reason. And uh, Goku flies over the Frieza, and uh, he goes, "Like I said, Frieza, don't touch other people's stuff." 
Like I said, Frieza, don't cut in line. And then the announcer's like, these guys sure are going to fight some more. Check it out next time. I'm just imagining like you're writing the script for Dragon Ball and you're like, how do I end on something big here? Go back to the stuff. <laughs> people people are going to remember the stuff line. Let's bring that back. <laughs> I told you, Frieza, it's annoying. It's very annoying when you touch people's stuff. Anyway, uh, let's rate the episode, do an email, and get out of here. Alex. Absolutely. Well, Jeremy, thanks for calling on me. Um, fantastic episode, extremely memorable all around. No real slow parts. The only thing is the Nickelodeon animations in Dragon Ball Z Kai mm-hmm. are um, god awful. <laughs> like if you were trying to show somebody a really good episode and you showed them this one, like the the animations where they would never come back to watch anymore. Yes, it's absolutely. In, it looks, yeah. Danny Phantom is much better than this. Um, <laughs> And so I'm going to give it six out of seven because I thought that was imperfect of it. Yeah, I have to agree with Alex. I was going to get, I would have gotten a perfect seven, but I mean, I don't think people understand how bad I'm, I have that. I sent that Frieza drawing to the group chat. Cause like, I couldn't believe my eyes were yeah. looking at it. it it's really just, something else. It's complete it's fucking shit. Unreal. And I don't want anyone accusing us of just trying to avoid a seven. Like it is that bad. It's distracting. Yeah. yeah trying to focus on art. Yeah, I'm going to go with you guys six out of seven. Um, the other thing I didn't like in this episode that we didn't really bring up is that um, Frieza has a, this weird throwaway line where he says something like, I haven't had to try this hard since my dad trained me back in when I was a child. Oh, and yeah. I, I kind of really hate that because I've always liked the idea of Frieza being this like anomaly sort of like, there's no Prodigy. real explanation for why he is the way he is. Like, yeah. he d- never talks about training. He never seems like he puts effort into anything. It's just kind of like he was born strong and doing martial arts. Well, we remember the whole thing with Dragon Ball Super is Frieza trains once and then right, gets golden, golden Frieza, yeah. which I guess on their own canonical scale is like 100,000 times stronger <laughs> than the other Frieza. So, I mean... Maybe he had one day. He had like a field trip with his dad where he really memorable. <laughs> level. Yeah, yeah. I he, really grew close with my father. No, he just like went over to Chinatown. You know that like outdoor like workout zone that all mm-hmm. the, the old people do Tai Chi in the park with, and there's like a parallel bar. He's like, all right, hold on, I'm going to the river real fast. Do some push-ups with my shirt off. Hmm. <laughs> And then he's and like, you want to know my secret? My pants are off too. <laughs> I do not wear pants. <laughs> Fun episode, though. Fun episode. Do we have an email? Oh, we sure do. This week we have a follow-up, or not a follow-up, I guess like a response, I suppose, to last week's email about the um, Myers-Briggs personality types that we were all assigned. Okay. Um, and Alex, you had an update on that, didn't you? What, what did you... Yes, I took the test, and you were right. I did get the ESPN or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this is a response to that. one. This is from uh, Two Cat from the Discord. Meow, meow. Not regular cat, Two Cat, who is a regular two person. Cat's too furious. Um, title of email personalities what it is my parasocialist pals hello on a previous episode a listener wrote in to assign y'all myers-briggs types but omitted the hard science 
the Tumblr made character personality charts, the results of which are of unimpeachable veracity and are legally required to be 100% true. Okay. Yes, he did forget that. Yeah. In Dragon Ball Z, our architect, INT Jeremy, is Dr. Giro. I guess <gasps> making it canon that Android 22 would have been some sort of train. Katie, the INFP mediator, is Gohan, according to this chart, God guaranteeing, <laughs> I guess, that all of her jobs will have plenty of unmarked boxes delivered. Yeah, you're about to make a lot of cash. I mean, I was a lot stronger when I was younger, and now I've just kind of given in. <laughs> <laughs> um, as for Alex, the ENFP, the Inspirer, obviously Goku. How many times has he been unable to contain his enthusiasm at wrestling a powerful foe? That's true. true. This is why I can eat on the mic. Thank you for writing in. <laughs> Further backing All up my claims. All I am saying is please just like move the mic away when you take a bite. It's not that hard. What's happening is I have a big spoon in my left hand and I have a mic in my right hand and I'm sitting by a bowl of steaks <laughs> stacked up to the ceiling and I'm using both hands to shovel them in and you're I'm getting just, some of that. The email goes easy. on. <laughs> what about other anime, I hear you ask? What about other what anime? What about other anime? Of the Hamtaro cast, <laughs> Alex is, of course, the classic Hamtaro. Yes, I'm them all. <laughs> Katie is <laughs> Jingle. Hamsters, big adventures. And Jeremy is Panda. Tiki Tiki Kush Kush indeed. Okay, I have to look this up. <laughs> tiki oh. Tiki Kush Kush indeed. You know Hamtaro. what? Anime sucks, but not Muppets. Jeremy, oh. Jeremy is Rizzo. Katie is Kermit, and Alex is Doctor Teeth. Wow, I resent Dr. that. <laughs> which one is Rizzo? Is that the rat? No, yeah, Rizzo's the. What do you mean? Damn. Which one's Rizzo? Which one's Doctor Teeth? Doctor Teeth, Teeth is, is the, the head lead. of the band. It's He's the, the cool head of one. The, the the band. Yeah, Doctor Teeth cool is the best one. one. You got yeah. the rat. The rat's the cool one. No, the rat is Gonzo. a trope. You're doing tropes at me too, cat. Yeah. No, you would know all about. I'm maybe just confusing you with Jake, who is obsessed with rats. No, I don't uh, like rats but... at all. <laughs> no, but uh, Rizzo's an Italian, like New Yorker. Like he wears a little true, Lex yeah. jacket. He's like, he's like, welcome back, Cotter, or some right, shit. You don't know right. Rizzo. He's like, welcome I, back, Cotter. I do is not. Is there any more of the email? Want to yes, be? You don't want to be Kermit. Kermit? No. We all love Kermit. Kermit's the best. He's the best. Of and the women main character. Want him, men want to be him. <laughs> I, I, I do like that he's the main character. <laughs> <laughs> what about some randos chart of historical figures that's probably a joke? Jeremy is Leon Trotsky. Alex is Fidel oh. Castro. Katie is Nicolas okay. Cage. Yeah! The most powerful wow. of them all. This is a great pattern you gave us. Fidel um, Castro, Leon Trotsky, and Nicolas Cage. Alex is Hillary Duff's character, Lorraine Baker, from 2003's Cheaper by the Dozen. Wow. Katie, Katie is Hillary Duff's character, uh, uh, Terry Fletcher, in 2004's Raise Your Voice. Also, Radar from MASH. Okay, I don't know any of these. Radar from the movie Radar. Jeremy is Thomas Andrews, the shipbuilder of the Titanic from the movie Titanic. Also, wow. Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> wow, is Shadow the Hedgehog an int, Jay? I guess, I guess so. I don't, I don't know anything about Shadow. I've never actually played a game with him in it. Uh, Long Wet Haruka is actually an ISTP, so none of you map onto him. That's too bad. Uh, well, that's he's why he's the body. fourth member of the crew. <laughs> he rounds us out. 
Uh, well, I definitely killed a lot of brain cells looking those up. Thanks to you folks for keeping this train rolling through this last year and giving me something to look forward to between the goofs and japes on the show and the community you've built in the Discord. Also, Alex was Chunk from Goonies, signed to Cat. I'm yeah. doing the shuffle. You can't see it, but I'm doing the shuffle. Full on truffle shuffle. Well, I've learned a lot. I've learned so much. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, all right, folks. It's that time again. Woo! Where we do plugs for, <laughs> for the all nothing. of our live events. Oh, God. I will stop pushing my titties together to plug my podcasts. <laughs> Pod Damn America and season two coming soon. Theater of Delights. Scripts will be finished this week. Before Christmas, a whole new season of radio drama for you to enjoy. Don't want to be. You can't possibly watch season two if you don't uh, uh, follow the intricate plots of season one, a completely different story. Just do it anyway. Get over there. Katie. You can find me at Twitter at Katie Rose or Instagram. Oh, hello, Katie Rose. Um, please check out Last Words on the Pit. We're going to be starring our year-end wrap-up stuff. So if you want to hear about everyone's top choices for metal albums this year, give us a watch. Nice. I know I do. And of course, check out Generation Loss. This week we watched um, The Social Network. Oh. And um, hey... Shouts out to my child once again, baby Nico. Hands baby up. Baby Nico, hands, hands up. up. Out of the bottle. Out of the bottle. Soon out of the hospital. I'm sure Woo. of it. All right, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super. Super.